Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Dolores Tarver. I am a licensed psychologist here in Georgia and it is time for the TT Time with Dr. Tarver. It's a wellness podcast that is not intended to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health provider. Welcome to the first Wednesday in January. We have made it to 2022. And I know that like you, all of us have some goals that we want to get into in this year. It may be goals that you're continuing. It may be goals that are new for you. But whatever the reason, you are ready to do some different things. And I am here for it in January. We are going to be discussing things that help you reach those goals and also discussing those things that can interfere, right? Because we want to be prepared So let's go ahead and get into it, moving from aspiration to action. So if you follow my Instagram or my Facebook, you got a little teaser for the episode for this week as we are talking about what gets in the way. How does it happen that it ends up being this great idea in my mind, but it does not come to fruition? Well, you know, I like to start with a little stat. It's been a little while since I gave you all some statistics. So I do think it is in my well-being and my right to go ahead and give you some. So according to Insider, 25% of New Year's resolutions fail by the first week. And 19% make it to the second year mark. So only 19% of us are even going to, in two years, still be working at these goals that we created. And because, you know, that wasn't negative enough for you, U.S. News suggests that 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by mid-February. And if you have ever started on either a nutrition goal or a weight loss goal, like those are the main two that fall off. Uh, People often joke in the gyms about, Let's wait till February when all of the people that say they're going to get going on their physical wellness journey come in here and then they stop. They'll be in here for about a month if they make it that long. So by February, I'll have the gym back to myself. And I know you all ask yourself the question, why do I end up creating goals that I just don't follow through with? Like what stops it? It's a good idea. It it has some merit to it. So why am I either not able to be consistent with it or... Does it fall into that sea of forgetfulness? Or I tried and it just doesn't work out well. Let me help you out with that today. So resolutions or goals fail for a lot of different reasons. And I know some people do them in January, but sometimes we'll do them around our birthdays. Sometimes we'll do them at at different milestone markers in our lives. So whatever the case may be for you, as you're thinking about goals in your life, it's really important that we figure out what are some of these dynamics that can interfere. First up, we do not phrase it in a positive way. So we tend to talk about what we're not going to do. All right, so I'm not going to waste my time dating people that I'm not equally yoked with that don't have anything to offer. I'm not going to eat fried foods. I'm not going to overdraft my bank account. I'm not going to be in this apartment again for another year. But as you see, that's not a goal. If it's negatively phrased, it's telling you what you're not going to do, but it's not telling you what am I actually working toward. And for goals, it's important that we phrase them in a positive way. What am I going to do? What is the thing that I want to accomplish? So as you're thinking about your goals for the next year, 
or over the next month or the next week, whatever it may be in your life, then phrase it in an affirmative way. Here is what I'm going to do. This is the thing that I'm going to reach, right? So whether that is weight loss and, and you say, I want to lose 10 pounds by you know, March 15th, then as you can see, it is what I'm going to do. I'm going to lose this weight. It's not, I'm not gonna eat that fried fish on Fridays like I usually do or throughout the week, right? So making sure you stay, state your goal in the affirmative. Also goals fail because we don't prioritize them. And so one of the things that you'll know about anything that you really wanna do, you have to give it energy and time. That's in dating, that's at work, that's in your own personal goals for your life. They have to be prioritized. So if you don't consistently set aside time to reach a goal, you're not going to reach it. One of my challenges, I've been writing a book for the past several months, but I don't make time to do it consistently. So that is on my year, uh, my list this year of goals is that I'm going to consistently set aside writing time. I'm gonna talk about how much more specific that can be as we progress through. But it's important that you are consistent in your goals. One of the things that we also do is we tend to, one of my friends used to say we uh, uh, overpromise and underdeliver. Our goals are too big, they're just too lofty. They're not things that are realistic in, in terms of us being able to actually manage. And we can get a little bit arrogant in our belief that we can accomplish things. So you might have five or six goals that you're trying to work on. And that's just too many. Oftentimes we need to fine tune and focus on one to two things. Once we master those, then yes, we can add other things. But also I need to be really honest with myself about what I can handle at this point in my life. Because that hubris will get you in trouble because I haven't planned for things to not go in the way that I just, I thought that they would go, right? Because I've gotten so arrogant that I think, oh, I can handle that. I won't need to worry about that. No problem. But it is going to be a problem because if it weren't going to be a problem, it wouldn't be a goal, right? Goals are usually things that we struggle with, that we need some assistance with, that we want to grow in. They're not things that come easy for us. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a goal because that would just be regular Monday. So it's important for you to actually think about, am I in a position to be able to handle setbacks and challenges? And so whenever you're creating a goal, that means what? I also need to create not only realistic goals and have realistic expectations of myself, but also I need to create a plan for when there is a challenge. Because friends, there is going to be a challenge. There's gonna be a setback. Something is not going to happen in the way that you designed it. So I need to make sure that I'm prepared to be able to handle that. We haven't addressed our mental health. The reality is that there are often reasons why we don't follow through. Now, it may be because psychologically I'm in a really negative place and I'm pessimistic and I don't actually believe I can accomplish this thing I want. It may be that I don't have good mood regulation and so I end up having a lot of distress emotionally in my life, I'm all over the place. My emotions are going to affect my productivity. It could be I don't handle frustrations well. And so when things do happen and they don't work out in the way that I plan, then it throws me all off. And so I don't want to continue because now I'm frustrated. Well, forget it. Right? So I need to make sure I have a mental plan in place that I'm addressing the issues, whether it's I need to be doing affirmations in my life. I need to be in therapy. You know I was going to get a good plug in for therapy. It may be that I need to be in therapy addressing, undercover, uh, uncovering the root of some of these issues of why I'm not being successful. Maybe it's an attention focus issue. Maybe it's an issue of me being around people that sabotage me. 
Maybe it's an issue of I don't feel like I'm worthy and don't deserve to be able to accomplish this thing. So I sabotage myself. And so I need to address those issues that are going to potentially interfere with me creating a goal. And that goes back to having these realistic expectations and being honest with myself about what I can handle right now. And also, what are the things that I may be doing that are interfering with me being able to successfully move forward? We haven't created clear goals. You know that I'm going to tell you it needs to be what? Specific, measurable, and observable. Because that's what a goal is. Aspirations are lofty. They are things that are big picture, but they usually don't have steps. Steps are very important when you're coming to goals. Because if I don't have a step, how am I going to know if I reach something? How am I going to know what's next in the plan? How am I going to know what timeline that I need to be on if I haven't established any of those things up front? And so oftentimes when we create goals, because they're not specific and because they're not really measurable and we can't actually get any data from if I'm doing well or on track, then they fall by the wayside into the sea of forgetfulness that go because I didn't really have anything specifically that I was working on in the first place like my book. So one of the things that I'm doing for my book is that I have a designated time to work on my book, a designated amount of time, designated day, designated amount of time. But then also there are specific things that I want to accomplish each time I write. So I'm not trying to write the whole book in one sitting. That's not going to happen. That's why it hasn't gotten written out. It is that I will break things down and not just into chapters, but sections of chapters. And so goals need to be that specific. What's my timeline for completing this section or this task? Or uh, we mentioned weight is a very common one for people. So what is my timeline for losing weight? One of the apps that I like is Lose It for weight loss because it will allow you to be able to set a realistic goal. Sometimes people are trying to lose five pounds a week and that may not be realistic for you depending on where you are in your weight loss journey. So it may be that I need to establish a more reasonable goal uh, of a pound a week. But then I know that I have a timeline. I know that I have a specific goal. And what that Lose It app will allow you to do is it tracks your calories, right? Because one of the things that we know about specific, measurable, observable is I have to have some data points. So what's going to allow me to get my data points? If I one of my goals is to actually improve in a, in a let's say, say you're trying to save money. So you're trying to improve on how you save money and you want to save $100 per month. That's your goal. I need to be able to track that. That means I need to be able to account for every dollar that's spent. And if something is spent in excess, that means it's coming from somewhere, right? So how am I going to be able, again, to deal with setbacks? I wasn't expecting to need new tires this month. I wasn't expecting to need new brakes this month. I wasn't expecting that my youngest was going to come back home, right? So how am I going to deal with these setbacks and have something in place that allows me to be able to track how I'm doing on my financial goals? No plan for evaluating our progress, right? And so that speaks to this specific measurable observable piece in the tracking. So how am I going to know when I need to redo something? Because it may be that as of right now, Sunday is my writing day. It may be that Sunday becomes not feasible for me to be able to work on my book, that I may not be able to consistently devote two hours on a Sunday to my book. So what am I going to do if I know that Sunday is not available? That means there has to be another day in the week or a couple of days where it may be 30 minutes here to add up to two hours in order for me to be able to still meet that writing goal of two hours per week each week, right? So the same is true for us in terms of our goals. If I have not put a plan in place for how I'm going to deal with that setback, 
the plan is going to fail, the goal is going to fail, and then I'm going to be right back in the same place of not accomplishing this goal yet again another time because I haven't put any contingencies in place. Now, some of you don't have that problem because you got a plan A through Z, and so you're already working that. However, you're so future-focused, it stops you from being present-focused. So we don't want to be such an overthinker, overanalyzer, um, overestimator that we don't end up doing any work in our goal, right? So I want to have those contingencies in place, but I want to have a plan I'm consistently following. And again, if I don't have anything in place to measure how well I'm doing, how am I going to know that I'm achieving my goal? Lack of motivation to change. Some of us just really are not serious about actually wanting to make a change. Now, it may be your finances, it may be your relationships, it may be in your career, it may be in your body image, your weight, like whatever it may be, but you're really actually not invested in making a change. And so you're not going to make any progress because you're not motivated to do so. Everybody needs a why. So you have to figure out what that why is going to be able to be. And that why may change over time. And so as you're thinking about your goals, also think about your whys. And this speaks back to my mental health and where am I? Am I in a process, in a, in a, a place in my life where I'm able to handle this process? I'm able to start a change. I'm able to create a goal and work toward it. Because if I'm not in that place, then this may not be a good time for me to try to start that goal. And so it's important for me to assess that too in my why. Am I ready? And we can be internally motivated, but we also can be externally motivated. So it might be, I want a why. My why may be because I want to be around longer. I want to be healthier, right? Um, but I also may be that my why is, hey, I don't want to have to keep paying these high insurance premiums because I'm overweight and because I'm a smoker, right? So I may be making changes because it's going to allow me to be able to save some money or not have to pay extra things because of these habits that I've created over the years. We don't allow ourselves to have many success, many celebrations along the way. You have got to be able to see some results and the results don't have to be huge because change isn't a process that's quick like that. Otherwise, again, wouldn't be a change process because it would just be a regular old Monday. So if I'm not allowing myself to see some small things along, some small growth along the way, then I may be less motivated to continue with a goal. So I have to be able to set, and this goes back to the planning and preparation part of setting up these goals, is to make sure that I built some successes in there, in the timelines. What's gonna be the ways that I'm able to see my results? What are gonna be the ways that I know that I'm making, making progress along this? So I have to be able to celebrate along the way. Now, it is very important when we're talking about celebration that it's an appropriate reward because sometimes what we'll get in the habit of is we'll reward ourselves with the thing we're trying to change, right? So I'm over here saying that I'm going to make some healthy habits in my eating and that I am going to um, work toward eating more plants. I'm going to work toward getting more water. I'm going to work toward uh, replacing some of the sugary snacks because I got a sugar addiction. So I'm going to replace those sugary snacks with some fruit or some other alternatives. But what do I do to celebrate? Cake. Now, I know I'm all diabetic over here. No, I'm not supposed to have this cake. And so why am I using that as a reward for my progress when I need to actually find something that is more in line with my goal? And oftentimes, if you're working on addressing a food issue, you probably don't need to have food be the only thing that you reward yourself with. You can reward yourself with, there's a movie that I've been wanting to see that I haven't gone to see. 
um, a spa day. There may be um, some friends that I've been wanting to go visit and I've been embarrassed to go visit them because I've gained this weight. I'm going to go and visit them. We're going to have a good time because I've lost those five pounds, those 10 pounds that I wanted to lose, right? So we want to make sure that we're rewarding ourselves. Um, you know, I joke about my, my shopping addiction. One of the things that I reward myself with if I've done well financially is to buy something. That's not it, sis. That's not a good goal. So I've had to adjust in, in the ways that I celebrate, the ways that I have allowed myself to be able to get a better management on those finances, right? So we want to make sure that that reward system is actually a healthy reward system and that it is going to still allow us not only to have that many success, but continue to celebrate our success along the way because I haven't undo, I haven't undone all of the work, right? You all have seen those commercials. Don't undo what you've done all day when you get home, right? So I don't want to undo the work that I've done. So I want to make sure that I set up something that's successful, that is going to be encouraging, um, but also that it's going to be still in alignment with my wellness areas. Being too hard on yourself. We can be very critical of ourselves and we can really attack ourselves. And, and honestly, it's abusive, uh, though we would not necessarily uh, articulate that we are abusive to ourselves. But we really can be. We can absolutely be harming to ourselves. The way we talk about ourselves, particularly in our mind, the stuff that other people don't hear, um, but that we're saying to ourselves every day. So it's really important that I allow myself, right, that I give myself grace and patience in this process, I allow myself to be treated with kindness in this journey because it is a journey. Guess what? You're going to have a setback. You absolutely are. You are going to be doing really well and then all of a sudden something unexpected is going to happen and it's going to allow you to do what? Have that opportunity, that space, that trigger, that invitation to go back to an unhealthy habit. It is going to happen, friends except that that is going to happen. And that's part of that planning for circumstances that we talked about before. Like I need to not be so arrogant that I think I'm going to be able to handle this, that I'm going to be on track, that I'm not going to have any challenges. I've made up my mind. It's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have setbacks. I need to prepare for them. I need to plan for them. And when they happen, I need to be kind to myself. Okay. Hey, something that wasn't on my meal plan. It's okay. Right. I'm not going to continue to keep eating stuff that's not on my meal plan. Because I'm like, oh, well, I messed up now. Might as well just start over next year. Start over next month because I'm not. I'm not going to. And all those start overs are just going to continue to detract from my goal. So I need to, and this is, again, the plug for therapy. I need to figure out what is it that is causing that, set, that setback, particularly if I continue to keep having it, so I can put a plan in place for, hey, when I get triggered, here are some alternative coping mechanisms that I could utilize instead. So instead of going to get that food or that person or that substance, um, let me reach out to a friend. Let me reach out to my mental health provider. Let me reach out to my pastor. Let me reach out to my life coach and instead have conversations about why I'm feeling triggered, my support group, right? So those things in place, which leads us to what? We need to have a support system in place. And often we are not successful in our goals because we don't have any accountability. Who is going to hold you responsible to this change that you say that you want to make? Who are going to be the people that show up for you? Who are going to be the people that celebrate with you? Who are going to be the people that tell you, hey, it's going to be okay. You had a little setback, but we can get back on the track, right? Who are going to be those people in your life? 
whether that is going to be an app or a person or a group um, or a therapist, whoever that's going to be, it is important that you have those people, those devices, those apps, those applications of anything in your life that is going to allow you to be successful. Those need to show up and be present with you in this change experience. Because here's what can end up happening as the last thing that I want to discuss interferes is that I'm creating a goal based on someone else and not because really I want to make the change, right? So if other people in my family are creating this goal, they're creating a, a, a health goal, they're creating a financial goal, they're creating a relationship goal. And so then I feel like, well, maybe I should be doing something too. I see it on social media. Everybody else is doing this thing. Well, let me, let me join. Let me get on a Daniels fast. Let me, Right, so we're, we're doing all of these things because other people are influencing us or we're allowing other people to influence us. But it's not really a change that I actually want to make. So guess what? You are not going to be successful implementing anything that you're actually not invested in. You have to be invested in this thing that you want to change. And so if that's not the goal for you, then find a goal that is a good fit for you. Or if this is not the time for you, in terms of you actually wanting to make change, going back to, am I actually ready for change? Am I invested in change? Am I motivated to change? If I'm not there, then why well, set myself up for failure and start a goal that I know I'm not going to be able to, fin to um, finalize and, and, and follow through with, right? So I say all of these things to say that there are a lot of different reasons why we can fail. You need to figure out before you even start with your goal, what are some of these things that are on this list that I just gave you or that I realized as a pattern in my life that I need to address before I even start trying to identify a goal that I want to have? Because again, we have to plan for all eventualities. I need to have my support in place. I need to know where my mental is. I need to have um, realistic, observable, measurable goals. I need to have realistic expectations of what I can do at this point in my life. I need to be motivated, be consistent, right? So I need to recognize all of the potentials that can get in the way before I even start, right? So it is absolutely possible for you to reach that goal, but you got to be realistic. You have to be consistent and you have to be kind to yourself, okay? Be well. <laughs>